The Word of God is living. It is powerful, infallible, indestructible, incorruptible, and it will work mightily in me. And now, your host, Pastor Jerry Maya Williams, from the service already in progress. <laughs> oh, glory to God. How many have been to the, the, the Holy Land other than Leslie, myself? Uh, uh, okay, Mary Barbara's been there. Anybody else? Okay. All right. It's something I never want to do. It's never high on my list of things to do. But when I did it, I was so glad I did. So glad I did. And um, Dr. Hunt and I went to the Holy Land together back in 2015. And it's just wonderful being there and seeing how the scriptures come together. How the scriptures come together. And so thank God that you got that education, culturation, and that inspiration. She got that inspiration. Let's open our Bibles very quickly to the Gospel of Mark. The Gospel of Mark. And I'm happy to hear that you had a very fruitful uh, women's meeting yesterday. Tracy, God bless you for your leadership. Amen. And it's my understanding your theme was taken from Matthew chapter 6, verse 33. But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. You can never go bad if that's your mantra. To always put God first. Amen? You can never go wrong putting God first. In Matthew, not Matthew, but Mark, the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12. And today I'm still talking about the kingdom of God. I don't know when I'm going to stop talking about the kingdom. You know what? In fact, I don't think you should ever stop talking about the kingdom. Amen? That's what Jesus came to bring us. In the Gospel of Mark, chapter 12, look at verse 20, 28. Then one of the scribes came, and having heard them reasoning together, perceiving that he had answered them well, asked him, Which is the first commandment of all? Jesus answered him, the first of all the commandments is, Hear, O Israel, our Lord, Hear, O Israel, the Lord, our God, the Lord is one. And you shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. This is the first commandment. And the second like it, it is this, You shall love your neighbor as yourself. There is no other commandment greater than these. So the scribe said to him, Well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth. That's a lot of hubris, isn't it? Tell Jesus you spoke the truth. So the scribe said to him, Well said, teacher. You have spoken the truth. For there is one God, and there is no other but he. And to love him with all the heart, with all the understanding, with all the soul, and with all the strength, and to love one's neighbor as oneself is more than all the whole burnt offerings and sacrifice. Now Jesus, now when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, 
He said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. But after that, no one dared ask him a question. Isn't that interesting? You're not far from the kingdom of God, but won't ask the follow-up question, what, what step do I need to take to get into the kingdom? And a lot of people stop short. Verse 34 again, when Jesus saw that he answered wisely, he said to him, you are not far from the kingdom of God. And I want to just share with you for a few minutes on the subject, not far, but not close enough. Not far, but not close enough. Now, I need you to hear this. And I will be transparent with you. You know, Growing up, I was religious. I was just a religious young man. I grew up in the church. But the church had not always grown up in me. I went to church every Sunday I can remember. But most of everything that I learned about God and I learned about the Bible, you know what? I learned it in Sunday school. That's right. I learned it in Sunday school. But I wasn't saved. I didn't get saved till I was 23 years old. Can you imagine that being in the church, going every Sunday, and you don't get saved until you're 23 years old? Shortly after I graduated from college, I got saved. Huh? I wasn't saved, but I was never far from the kingdom. I was never far from the kingdom, but not close enough. You, you see, what religious people do, they try to keep all the rules so that when they die, they can go to heaven. But what religious people don't understand, you don't enter the kingdom of heaven by death. You enter the kingdom of heaven by birth. Did, did you hear what I said? So you don't have to wait to die to go to heaven. All you need to do is be born again. Huh? Isn't that what Jesus told Nicodemus? Uh, he said, Nicodemus, except a man be born again, he cannot see the kingdom of God. Except a man is born of water and of spirit, he cannot enter the kingdom of God. So what religion does, it deceives you. I was deceived, but God was merciful to me. He sent somebody along to, who really loved me who tolerated me, and even all my religion. They never stopped coming, and I was eventually led to Christ. Religion will deceive you. Religion will deceive you in thinking that you're there. But the truth be told, you're not there. You're almost there. Not far, but not close enough. This is what Jesus was telling the scribe. What is a scribe? Well, in Jesus' day, a scribe was like a lawyer. They were those who, who, transpo, who, who transcribed the law. They interpreted the law, and they taught the law. They were like lawyers. You know, some of you, you perhaps your young, your young people in your family, your children or grandchildren may be thinking about going into law. And many people got the wrong idea about law. People think law is oration. It's about talking. No, 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 no. Law is about reading and research. 
So when you go to a lawyer and you ask the lawyer if he can take your case, the reason he's charging you so much money, he's got to go do his reading and research. And see, one of the reasons some people decided not to go into law because they didn't want to do homework the rest of their lives. This scribe was a lawyer. And this scribe, after he heard that Jesus had put the Sadducees of silence, he's going to ask Jesus about keeping the law. Jesus knew the law. Jesus was the lawgiver. And Jesus told him what was important. And what was important to that scribe ought to be important to you and I. Jesus said that the foremost commandment is to hear, O Israel. Hear. That's the foremost commandment. We need to learn how to hear from God. Hear, O Israel, the Lord your God is one Lord. You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, and with all your strength. That's the first commandment. And the second commandment in importance is likened to it. You shall love your neighbor as yourself. And the scribe going to say to Jesus, you have well spoken. You have spoken the truth. There's nothing more important than loving God. Nothing more important than loving your neighbor. In fact, if you can love God and you can love your neighbor, even the scribe understood, this religious man, the scribe understood that that was more important than the whole of all the burnt offerings and sacrifices that they practice. Jesus said to him when he heard that, you are not far from the kingdom of God. But he was still deceived. He was still deceived. He was close. Not far, but not close enough. Now here's what Paul told the Galatian Christians in Galatians chapter 3, verse 24. Paul said the law... And when I say the law, I'm talking about religion, religion, religious practices, religious activities. Paul said the law was our schoolmaster to bring us to Christ, that we might be justified by faith. But now that faith has come, we are no longer under schoolmaster. What am I saying? You're no longer bound to religion. You're no longer bound to legalism. You're no longer under schoolmaster. For we are all, all of us, we are the children of God. And we have been saved by our faith in Christ Jesus. We were far but not close enough but now we're no longer under that schoolmaster we can just step right on in it's religion that's keeping you back it's legalism that's keeping you back it's the rules and the regulations that you serve that are keeping you back instead of serving religion legalism the rules and regulations why don't we serve God and why don't we get closer to God it's not enough to be far but not close enough. Amen? Now, in our text, he described, he knew there was one God. He knew that. 
He knew God's commandment to love. He knew that that commandment to love was more important. But he didn't know what was most important. Had he known what was most important, he would have asked a question after Jesus said, you are not far from the kingdom. Not far, but not close enough. Hmm? The scribe knew the law. That was his profession. He knew the law, but he didn't know the lawgiver. You see, see, a lot of us know about church, but we don't know about the head of the church. We know about ministry, but we don't know about the one who sent us into ministry. Hmm? This scribe lacked true faith and repentance. He, he, he lacked repentance and true faith in Christ. And yet Christ stood there right before him. This is why when Jesus came into Galilee preaching the gospel of the kingdom of God, he said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. The time is fulfilled. The kingdom of God is at hand. Repent and believe the gospel. This is what the scribe lacked. The scribe had not repented. The scribe had not placed his faith in Jesus. This is what Jesus could say to him. You're not far from the kingdom. Not far, but not close enough. See, beloved, you can be knowledgeable. You can be wise and intelligent like the scribe. And you can even have love in your heart, hmm? but you still haven't entered the kingdom. You still haven't entered the kingdom. There's a lot of people that have love in their heart. They believe in God and they'll love their neighbor, but they have not come into the kingdom of God. They have not showed true repentance and placed their faith in the son of God. It's not enough to be knowledgeable, wise, or even intelligent. It's not enough to say, I have love in my heart. What God is requiring for us is to come and enter into his kingdom. And you enter this kingdom by repentance and by faith. Amen? So all the outward ceremonies, all the outward observances, we're useless, and they are useless if your heart isn't right. But even if your heart is right, religion will always keep you not far, but not close enough. Stay with me now. Now, over the course of my ministry, I have traveled to the continent of Africa five times I preached the gospel. Five times. Five different occasions. And our last trip, missions trip, was in 2019. That was the year before the pandemic hit. Our destination in 2019 was to travel to Eldoret, Kenya. We went to RDU, boarded a flight, 
think we stopped in London, boarded another flight. Then we end up in Nairobi, Kenya, and that was over 20-some hours of traveling. We still hadn't got to Eldoret. We weren't far, but we weren't close enough. We still had to wake up the following morning and board another flight about 45 minutes, then we would land in Eldoret. The point I'm making is this. Even though that trip was long and arduous, and when we finally land in Kenya, we still wasn't at our destination. Not far, but not close enough. This is the way we are spiritually. Many of us have walked with God for a long time. Many of us have stayed on the path year after year. And you're not far, but you're still not close enough. You're not close enough. You know no more than the scribe did. You practice no more than the scribe practiced. This, this scribe gave us, gave us every indication that he really loved God. He loved God with all his heart. He loved God with all of his, his soul, his mind, and his strength. He gave us every indication that he loved God and he loved his neighbor. And he knew that that was more important to him than all the burnt sacrifice and offerings that they would offer. In other words, he knew that that was more important to religion. But he still didn't take the next step. He still didn't take the next step. After that, no man would dare to ask him a question. But Nicodemus had enough sense to ask the question. And some of us have not asked the question. We're settled in, on our leads, if you will. We're at ease in Zion. We think we're all we're there, but the truth is you're only almost there. There's so much more at the top. There's so much more that God offers us. Not far, but not close enough. Don't settle. See, the scribe settled. Many of us settle rather than stepping up and stepping in. Don't settle on being a church member. Even though you might be a good church member, don't settle. You want to be saved. Don't settle with salvation and salvation alone because God offers you more than salvation. Don't settle. Ask God to show you the kingdom. Ask God. Say to God, I want to be born again. I want to see the kingdom. I want to enter the kingdom. Don't settle for salvation. And even when you see the kingdom, don't settle. Don't settle. Ask God to fill you with the Holy Spirit. Don't settle. Too many of us have settled. And God wants us to step in. You're not far. But not close enough. Jesus said to his disciples, I was just out on the, at the park the other day and finishing up my walk, and this crowd of people came upon the park. And I said, what is this? 
And lo and behold, they had a little placard, they had a little sandwich sign, and uh, they were really Jehovah Witnesses. They were Jehovah Witnesses, and I, I guess as they said, well, if people are not going to let us in the house during COVID, we'll just catch them at the park. We'll just catch them at the park. And all these people came out there, and they're looking around to see, who can I give a track to? Who can I give a track to? I am telling you, they are not far, but not close enough. Not close enough. Too many of you are no better than a Jehovah Witness. You want to go out witnessing. You want to go out passing out tracts. Some of you say you've been called to preach. But let's go back to the scriptures. Jesus clearly told his disciples, don't settle. You're not far, but not close enough. He says, do not leave Jerusalem until you're endued with the power from on high. He told them, John truly baptized in water, but I will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. He says, wait for the promise. Wait. Don't go witnessing. Don't go preaching. Wait for the promise of the Father, which he said of me, that I will baptize you with the Holy Ghost and with fire. How's it that? We know this. We read it in our Bible. We hear it preached in our pulpits. But yet we have settled. We have settled. And what God wants us to do is step in. See, you're not far, but you're not close enough. I want everything that God has for me. And even if you feel the Holy Ghost, don't settle. Ask God to manifest the gifts of the Spirit in your life the fruit of the Spirit in your life. Just don't be content at being a good church member. You're no better than the scribe. Don't be content to say, I believe in God. You're no better than the scribe. You're not far, but you're not close enough. I want to be so close to him. I want to be so close to him that I don't know where I end and where he begins. I'm not going to settle. In the church in Minneapolis where my wife and I met, I was just a religious Baptist preacher. I was not filled with the Holy Ghost. I knew I was saved, though. I knew I was saved. But I settled. I settled. But God brought people along to cross my path and say, there's more that God has for you. There's more, there's more that God wants for you. God has a plan and a future for your life and your ministry, and you will never enter it until you receive all that God has for you. Don't look at your neighbor or look at somebody else and say, that person's holding me back. You're holding your own self back because you have settled. Not far but you're not close enough. And when I found out by searching the scriptures for myself that this is for me, I was determined. 
I was determined that I would not settle. I was going to receive the infilling of the Holy Ghost. Huh? God didn't do it my way. He did it his way. See, I thought it would happen in church when they call the prayer line and say, everybody want to be filled with the Holy Ghost? Get in the line. They lay hands on you. Nothing happened for me when they did that. I actually flew from Minneapolis to Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, one weekend to visit the very guy who refused to let me settle. He's the guy that led me to Christ. He's the guy that was honest enough to say, just because your daddy's a pastor, your mother's a missionary, just because you've been in the church all your life, doesn't mean you saved Jerry. He was the one that did it for me. But after I got saved, oh, I wasn't far, <laughs> but not close enough. I wanted the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. I know this is part of my kingdom privilege. One of my kingdom rights. This is part of my inheritance. So I flew to Pittsburgh one weekend. And my friend wasn't even home. He just told me, he said, you know what the key is? Let yourself in. He arrived late Sunday morning from ministry engagement. I believe in West Virginia. They were singing in West Virginia. He arrived late. And when he came into the apartment, I said, you know what? I really want to go to church. He looked at his watch and said, you know, it's too late. It's too late. They're probably letting out, dismissing. I said, I still want to go. I still want to go. And you know, that man took me to church late. And as I walked through the door of the church, Pastor you, David Scott had just finished preaching. And he began his ministry his ministry line, he says, is there anybody here who want to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost? I was the only one. It was just for me. He laid hands on me, and I began to speak in other tongues as the Spirit gave utterance. God filled me with the Holy Ghost. I spoke in tongues then. I haven't stopped speaking in tongues. I still speak in tongues. And I know that there's no power in tongues, but, but tongues is a sign. It's to remind me that I am not what I used to be, but I'm not everything I'm going to be because God has more for me. Not far, but it wasn't close enough. Too many of us settle, and God doesn't want you to settle. This scribe settled. He settled for the law. He settled for legalism. He settled for his religious observances and his religious practices. He knew about God, but he didn't know God. Too many of us in the church, we know about Jesus. But do you know him? You know about him, but do you know him personally? Do you know him personally? See, you're not far. But you're not close enough. Don't settle. Don't settle. You want everything God has for you. Amen? Amen. Love the Lord with all your heart because God is one. And we have to hear. We have to live our lives by listening. Join us Sunday at Agape Word Fellowship. 
where Dr. Jerry Maya Williams is your pastor, proclaiming a life-changing message of the agape love and power that God is. For more information, log on now at www.agapeword.net. 1430 South New Hope Road, Agape Word Fellowship.